What up, what up, everybody? Welcome to the first podcast of Popcorn Appetite. Well, I really wouldn't say it's the first podcast because I, I did a little intro, but it's definitely the first podcast. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. I did some research, tried to see what was going in, or not going in, but what was playing at MJR, which is a, uh, it's a movie theater here in town in Adrian, Michigan. But I didn't really find anything that I like I... I want to go see personally, so I, I figured, you know, why Why do I want to talk about it, you know what I mean? So, what I did was, me and my roommate sat down, I told him, hey man, I gotta make a podcast tomorrow, and I gotta make a podcast about this, some movie, about a movie, I gotta do it, I gotta make it, alright? Let's, let's watch a movie tonight, let's see what we see, see if it's a good one, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, we hop on HBO. My roommate's got HBO. Bless my roommate. Bless up, bro. So, we're searching. We're finding something. I found a movie I liked. Okay? I thought this was a good movie. It'd be a great one to talk about, especially for the first podcast. Kind of set the tone of what I'm going to be doing here. So, that movie is Gran Torino. Gran Torino. If you haven't seen the movie, go treat yourself. Please go treat yourself. But... If you haven't seen the movie, you can hear about it a little bit here on the Popcorn Appetite, the podcast. So, <clears throat> clear my throat, get me ready to talk. I think I'm ready to go. All right, so Clint Eastwood directed this, produced this, and he starred in this movie. This was one of the first movies that Trino has done after, this was actually the first movie, I think it was actually, after uh, uh, Eastwood did the 2004's Million Dollar Baby. You know, it was... A big movie. He did well on that. Yeah, great movie. But Gran Torino came out in 2008, directed and produced and screen starring Clint Eastwood. So a little bit about this plot, a little bit what happens in this movie. Um, the character, the main character, Walt Kowalski, Clint Eastwood's character. He's this retired Polish-American. Uh, he we used to work on the assembly line in Detroit. Um, and he also is a uh, Korean War veteran. You'll see a lot throughout this movie how his, uh, you know, his days in the military kind of affect his everyday life now in the movie. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, this movie kind of starts off a little awkward. Um, it starts off kind of more of a darker area. Um, after 50 years of marriage, I think it was actually 50 plus years of marriage, uh, Walt's wife has died, so he is now, you know, widowed, um, and he lives in, by himself now in Highland Park, which is a, uh, suburb of Detroit, Michigan, he's been there for his whole life, um, this area of, uh, Detroit, Michigan used to be full of a bunch of working class, white families, um, you know, the neighborhood was on the up and up, it was good, but throughout the years, um, gang violence, uh, just a bunch of poor Asian immigrants, you know, they kind of came to the area and, uh, you know, Walt's family ends up moving out of the area. It just, you know, it's just all like, it's, it's really weird, you know, it all, all how it happens. It kind of really gives a good history and how kind of Detroit, like, kind of went down, you know what I mean? After, um, you know, the plants went down and all that stuff. Um, but this movie starts going right away. Okay, gets going right away. It starts. It starts to show that you know there is an issue here. There's an issue with Walt. Uh, 
the main character, Walt. Um, he's an everyday smoker. He drinks a shit ton of beer. You'll see there's a scene where he's just got a bunch of those blue ribbon, whatever they are, the PBR beers. You know, he's drank like probably 20 of them. There's sitting empty 20 cans. You know, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Um, but elderly guy chilling with his elderly dog named Daisy, um, smoking cigs, drinking beer on the porch. Um, occasionally throughout the movie, you'll see that Walt is dealing with a, uh, with a health issue. Um, he's spitting up blood, coughing up blood to be more exact. And, uh, you can tell that it's, it's caused from, uh, you know, him not, you know, taking care of his body the way he should be, you know, smoking like he does, drinking like he does. Um, and yeah, but all in all, throughout this uh, time, there's uh, also this priest that is kind of like really nagging at Walt. Um, when Walt like knew his wife was dying and all that, but while she was dying, you know, she talked to the, uh, the priest and was like, hey, make sure that you watch over Walt, make sure that you're there, you know, just make sure that he's doing all right before when I, you know, when I pass, and that was, uh, White, or Walt's wife's message to the priest, so this priest is always, you know, checking up on Walt, making sure that he's all right, he plays kind of a pretty decent big part in this, uh, in this film, but I'll catch you up to that later throughout the, uh, podcast, uh, so right away, the movie starts off with some action, uh, there's Tao, Tao is one of, uh, Walt's neighbors, um, he's a, you know, lower class, poor Asian immigrant, um, you know, he's working on his yard, all this kind of stuff, and what happens is one of his uh, cousins, cousin named Spider, kind of a weird name for somebody, but, you know, he's in a gang, uh, Spider and his all his gang members come up, they uh, get Tao to leave his work um, and uh, come hang out with them, do some things. Uh, throughout that time, they're trying to get Tao to... Uh, Kind of get after Walt and do uh, some uh, criminal activity. But what happens is the gang members try to get Tao to go steal one of Walt's precious items, which is kind of why this movie is called Gran Torino. Um, Walt, back in 1972, had the opportunity while working on the plant to actually put together the Ford Gran Torino. Um, throughout his time living in his uh, suburban area, he bought one of those and kept it to pristine condition, you know, not even a scratch. Like it, it looks perfect. Sits in his garage. You know, that's his, that's his baby. Um, Tao and the gang members were talking and then they were like, all right, Tao to get initiated into this, uh, gang. Um, we need you to steal this Gran Torino from Walt. Well, uh, events transpire. Tao ends up breaking into the garage, but Walt must have some superpowers and can hear through all his walls and everything and heard that someone was breaking into his garage. Walt doesn't just grab some random ass pistol. He doesn't grab some shotgun sitting in his gun cabinet. No, he walks in, he grabs an M1 Grand rifle, something you would see like actually during like World War One or the Korean War and shit like that. And like walks in there guns a blaring like points it right at points it right at Tao and like you know starts walking this guy out of the uh the barn or the garage and uh Walt ends up falling and like kind of busting himself up you know you know he's an older guy he can't really do things like that anymore and Tao escapes um 
After that happens, uh, you know, obviously there's some bad blood between Tao and uh, Walt, um, and it kind of starts off rough between them two. But that relationship uh, kind of, you know, it, it gets a little better as the um, film goes on. Um, all in all, the family of Tao ends up finding out what he did, what he was trying to do, and they all come over and apologize, and they make Tao apologize, and the way that Tao apologizes is by paying back his debt to Walt. Um, Walt has a bunch of stuff for Tao to do, he ends up doing it, they end up becoming friends, um, you know, he teaches him how to be a gentleman, how to do the right things, and, you know, there's a lot of humor in it for for example there was a tie or there was a scene where he teaches them how to come in and properly talk to somebody at a barber shop you know what i mean but like they kind of throw in the old-fashioned uh like way of it you know what i mean like if you watch the film you'll see but it's pretty awesome um finishing up this film uh the narrative of it kind of comes to a con closing that's like it's it's sad but it has uh good meaning to it you know uh so talking about the end of this movie, what happens is uh, Walt starts to have a emotional attachment to Tao, to Sue, which is like Tao's uh, older sister, um, and to the family. He starts to realize that uh, you know he needs to put all his like war days behind him. You know, you know, not be calling him all these racial names, all these bad things that he's doing. You know, and he ends up having this emotional attachment to him. Um, in the film uh what happens is uh the gang members are not happy with tao and his family for a decision he made and they end up coming through doing a drive-by and shooting up the house that tao sue um and his family live in which is right next to walt's house so walt hears this going down he sees the car drive by he runs out goes make sure that they're okay um tao ended up uh, sustaining an injury in the neck, but he is all right. Um, but Sue is missing. Uh, Walt is goes crazy. He doesn't know what to do. He's you know he has he's just started to get emotionally attached to these people, and now they're being you know taken. You know they're end up missing. So he's gonna you know get into military mode. You know trying to figure all this stuff out. What's going on? Um, but literally just a couple scenes later, uh, Sue actually ends up walking into the house and she's like all beat up uh she was raped and just you know obviously mistreated by these uh gang members um that sets walt off uh walt's not happy with it he loses his mind he actually ends up going back to his house uh like has a fist fight with his kitchen like just starts beating the fuck out of cabinets and breaking glass and all this stuff uh what ends up happening is Tao comes over, they end up trying to like do like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to go shoot them up, like beat their ass, you know, make them pay for what they did, you know, get get them back. And uh, Walt ends up trying to teach Tao that that's not the way of doing things. Um, he, you know, talks to him about how he's, you know, going to do this and do that and do this and do that. But, you know, ultimately he's not trying to teach him that, you know, that's the way of things. So... One day, uh, they have the plan that, like, that's that they're going to do. They're going to go over there, shoot them all up, do that kind of stuff. But Walt asks for Tao's help. He ends up uh, asking Tao to go grab something from the basement. And he ends up locking Tao in his basement because he knows that Tao is going to get hurt if he goes with them. And, he, you know, that's the last thing he wants. He doesn't want another one of those people that he's emotionally attached to now to get hurt. Uh, so Walt gets ready. 
He ends up driving on over to the gang member's house. Uh, and he's going to go show them what's up. He's like, this, this is done happening, you know what I mean? Um, before he goes over there, he ends up actually talking to the priest um, in the um, film. And they have a very heart-to-heart conversation about what needs to be done, what's going to happen, and, you know, so-and-so. Uh, Walt makes it seem to the, the priest that, you know, he's going to go over there and he's going to do something about it. And that's ultimately what he does. But he doesn't do it violently. He comes over and literally just stands in the front yard. It makes it seem like he's going to do something. It makes it seem like he's going to grab a gun from his pocket and just shoot them all up. But he's already got guns pointed on him. He's already going to get gunned down. And that's exactly what happened. Spoiler alert. I know. Okay. Stop listening right now if you haven't seen the film. But Walt ends up getting gunned down by these gang members. They just start popping them all up, start shooting them as he gets there because he goes to pull something out of his pocket. But ultimately, it's not a weapon. It ends up being his lighter, his like first cavalry lighter. It's like he has one of those old Zippo lighters, and that's what he pulled out. He pulled one of those out, and they end up shooting them all down, gunning them down. Walt ends up dying. But... All these gang members get charged. They get put in prison, you know, for murder. Obviously, they just killed this old man. Like, fuck these guys. Like, lock them up. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what happens. You know, and the film ends in this kind of, uh, like, lightning way. Even though that the main character is dead. He just got killed off. You know, but Sue and Tao now can live this this normal life that uh, they weren't able to live before. Because they had these gang members, you know breathing down their necks you know it wasn't a safe community but ultimately walt sacrificed himself to make the community a safer community i recommend if you guys haven't seen this movie go see it the narrative is amazing if you're into shows that have a good narrative that have more of a psychological narrative to it and that you it makes you think about what's going on in the movie other than just the visuals this is a great movie to watch but that about does it right now, guys. That is Popcorn Appetite. This is the first episode. My name is Logan Hefner, and I hope you guys all enjoyed. I'm going to be posting these every Thursday, every week. It's going to be a different movie every week. I'm hoping soon that we can get into movies that are going to be in theaters soon so I can you know, tell you guys what to go see, what not to go see. But until then, we're going to be talking about some more of my favorite movies, some of... Uh, like, you know, maybe my roommate's favorite movie. Something that gives me a good idea. Something that I can talk about. You know what I mean? So, until then, catch you guys next week on Thursday here on The Movie Podcast, Popcorn Appetite. Catch you later.